You're tuned in to the Waves Podcast with Wireless Nerd, where we'll explore what's new, what's now, and what's next in the wireless industry. All right. Well, no time like the present. Let's go ahead and kick off this week's waves. I'm Drew Lentz, the wireless nerd. And today is November 20, 21st. I thought it was the 20th, 21st, whatever. Today is November 21st. This is waves. Uh, we're going to talk about what's new, what's now, and what's next, what's happening in the wireless industry. And there's some things that are going on, but it just, you know, it's kind of a slow week. We've got uh, Thanksgiving coming up day after tomorrow here in the United States. So not a lot of news. Breaking, but there is one trend that I've been following. So instead of really talking about what's new now and next, what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on new and now because there's some announcements that happened this week and there's some talk about things that are going on that I thought was of special interest to those of us in the wireless space. Now, this is dealing with fixed wireless access and with 5G and with some of that uh, more so than the Wi Fi space. Wi Fi, not a lot going on this week. We did have Mobility Field Day. Mobility Field Day 10 happened a couple of days ago. Uh, it happened out in Silicon Valley and Cisco was a presenter. Why was a presenter. Uh, Ventif was a presenter. And I think that's it. I know that Niall was supposed to be there, but they pulled and they're going to be coming back. It looks like in May, they're going to be part of Mobility Field Day. So that'll be fantastic for them. Uh, Cisco gave a great presentation. I enjoyed it. I'm biased. That's okay. Uh, I thought it was really good though. It's really, um, you know, just as someone who's sitting on the outside looking in, in, in my house down here in Texas, it was so much fun to watch the Cisco presentation and see what they're doing and what they're talking about and putting the product managers up there and getting uh, Techie, getting Nicholas out there for the first time that was awesome to have him present but lots of cool things you can check out all of the videos if you look up mobility field day 10 under tech field day the crew over at gestalt uh, it mr steven mr tom and the whole crew out there i hope you all have a wonderful thanksgiving mfd was a great one can't wait to see who shows up for the next so that was happening this week um announcements as far as wi-fi 7 more chipsets are coming out I think it was uh, uh, Netgear Orbis announced uh, consumer Wi-Fi 7 devices. They came out. Huawei talked about a 40 gigabit per second Wi-Fi 7 AP. So definitely still some movement in Wi-Fi 7. Nothing ratified yet, though. So still too early, I think, to buy some Wi-Fi 7. But definitely some things happening there. Uh, let's see what else we got. Let me jump on real quick and see. I'm going to get on my Twitter on, on X. I'm going to see if this thing is showing me live just in case someone wants to drop a little comment. Sometimes they do. Sometimes Sometimes they don't. It looks like I'm live. Got a viewer or two. Fantastic. Anyway, hello, viewer land. So let's see. What else do we have going on? Oh, it still says the wrong date on there, but that's okay. We'll go ahead and update that and fix it. And let's see. The next thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is this is more or less what I've seen happening. Uh, first, before I get into that, a 4.9 gigahertz proposal from FirstNet to adopt for, uh, uh, for the national band manager. So apparently FirstNet's trying to take control of the 4.9 gigahertz public safety band throughout the United States and make themselves the national band manager. And the way the 4.9 gig works, if you, if you don't have any experience with it, it's a slot of space that's, I believe it's only 50 megahertz wide, that was made specifically for first responders across the United States. And the controlling authority that did some of the channel planning and the coordination between who was using which frequencies and which channels and channel size, that always relied on a local government entity, whether it was a sheriff's department or planning and zoning commission or whoever it was, there was someone that would basically take leadership of 4.9. That's the way it was when it was first introduced. 
Well, now FirstNet saying, hey, we can totally use this this spectrum. Let us manage it. Let us use it. So there's a group called a group called Cerci, C-E-R-C-I, founded by T-Mobile, Verizon, U.S. Cellular, uh, some other carriers that are involved, the Competitive Carriers Association, National Sheriff's Association, Major City Chiefs Association, Edison Electric Institute. And they're all saying, absolutely not. <laughs> Instead of letting FirstNet uh, manage it, let's let the local organizations be the band managers for the 4.9 gig um, spectrum. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, it's it's up there. I don't know who necessarily is going to vote on that. I, I guess it goes to the FCC to see what happens. But some contention going on there in the 4.9 space. Now, if they expand that spectrum and they provide more access, then that can be pretty cool to see. Anyway, so so now that we're talking on the fixed wireless side, this is interesting. Uh, you know, the headline, the way that I have it written, says, imagine that people actually loved fixed wireless. So some new numbers came out this week that were either shocking or not shocking, depending on which side of the industry you're sitting on and what you were what you were interested in seeing. But over the past year, the combination of T-Mobile and Verizon fixed wireless access services, this is the stuff that you can buy from T-Mobile or Verizon, and, and you get a self-install kit shipped to you, and you set it down on your desk, and you turn it on, you set it by a window if you need to, and you power it up, and you're online. And you can feed your entire house with fixed wireless access, with broadband access, into your home. Um, it account Those services accounted for 101% of the approximately 3.6 million net broadband additions. Now, this is a big deal in the carrier space. These are people that are that are adding new lines of service, if you will. And you know, line might not be the right word, but it's old school legacy nomenclature, right? Running a copper line to the house. So 101% of the new lines for broadband additions uh, went to T-Mobile and Verizon. And that's uh, published in a new report, the Lightman Research Group, LRG. Uh, T-Mobile is now named the fastest growing internet provider in the United States. And it's a trend that started to creep up about two years ago, and now it's there. So combined T-Mobile and Verizon added 940,000 fixed wireless access or 5G home internet subscribers in Q3 of 2023. Almost a million new subs in Q3 of 2023 compared to the top cable company's broadband net ads of 5,000. So 940,000 versus 5,000 in Q3. Big numbers. And from the carrier space, that's interesting. You know, seeing, having seen some of that, uh, you know, that side of it, it's interesting to see how wireless is making that, that, you know, it's creeping into people's homes, residential business. Now, they don't specify if it's residential or business on some of the reporting that was done, I believe, by T-Mobile and Verizon. So you're not really sure. Is it residential? Is it business? Is it small business? Where is it going? But overall, I mean, those are some, those are some pretty whopping numbers. 940,000 versus 5,000 in Q3. So fixed wireless access is taking off. Who knew? you know the people in wireless knew <laughs> and it turns out that on a poll when asked why people uh why people you know what they dig about fixed wireless access they talk about the ease of use of installation and how quickly they can turn it on and turn it off and get it deployed uh so that's pretty interesting so fixed wireless access is definitely making uh making some waves out there if you will now in a in in a follow up article, I was reading you know some of the the quarterly business reports and things that come out, and uh, Dave Watson at Comcast said Watson said that the small to medium business segment is a growth target for wireless. This comes at a time when large telcos such as AT and T and Verizon continue to emphasize wireless solutions for their business customer base. Interesting. Comcast is talking about wireless for small to medium sized business. I don't know where that's going to go, but I read that and I thought that would be pretty interesting. In terms of wireless, this is a, a quote here. In terms of wireless, it's an essential part of business services. He said, "Quote: This phase is centered on SMB, and we're 
getting that going. He added that it's not a, quote, major driver yet in overall mobile activity at this point, but we expect that pace to pick up. So it's interesting. You've got numbers that are being posted about subscribers that are that are getting online. You've got fixed wireless access, you know, net net ads, you know, 940,000 versus 5,000. Now all of a sudden Comcast has popped up and they're talking about this stuff. Man, I wonder what comes next. RCR Wireless, the you know a, a trade rag, a nice little magazine that's out there for wireless, uh, had started to run an article saying that the next the next cycle here for private wireless, the mergers and acquisitions and partnerships uh, cycle is beginning to start. So here you've got people who are trying fixed wireless access. You know the T-Mobile and Verizon are putting it out there. Comcast is starting to look at it, and now RCR is saying, "Well, let's start looking at, at private, you know, private equity mergers and acquisitions, partnership cycles. You know, if I'm in the Wisp space, <laughs> this is a good time to get acquired. It seems like seems like there's some momentum moving in that direction. Don't know if 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 there's any you know truth to that or not, but definitely if you read the news this week was of special interest to me because I do come from that space and I have a lot of friends who still play in that space." You know, anyone that's that's a fan of Wispa and Wispa Palooza, you know, fixed wireless access has been our bread and butter for, you know, 20 years, 30 years. And now all of a sudden, here we go. You know, team, it took T-Mobile and it took Verizon popping up with it to to really shed some light on what's going on with FWA. So that's that's pretty interesting to watch now. On on uh, on another note, uh, PCTel was acquired by Amphenol. I hadn't even seen that, and it popped up on my newsfeed. It was a deal structured as an all-cash transaction. Uh, total consideration of $139.7 million. PCTel, uh, the reason I bring that up is PCTel did a lot of antennas in, in the day in that space, particularly fixed wireless access. So interesting to see them acquired by Amphenol. That's, that's pretty cool. But overall, I think, you know, this goes back to a couple of weeks ago, you know, when I was talking about this, you get so many communities that are out there that are trying to be fiber first and fiber driven and fiber, 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 and, you know, copper, 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 fiber, fiber, fiber. Well, 940,000 new ads <laughs> for wireless. That tells me that it's working maybe the way that it should, or maybe the way that people aren't expecting it to. Either way, I think that, you know, if you're looking for solutions for your business, for your community, for your campus, for your, you know, college, for your municipality, for your county, whatever it is, don't just look at wired connections. Don't just look at copper and fiber. That stuff's expensive. It's expensive to run. It's expensive to maintain. It's expensive to put in the ground. And there is a phenomenal place for it. Running, you know, running to base stations, for example, is a great place for it. But moving moving to a top-down perspective and looking at mobile first and looking at wireless first and understanding what you can do with mobile and wireless while you're waiting to build out the fiber. Because let's face it, from a cost perspective, wireless is so much more economical in so many different spaces where you're trying to gain coverage and you're trying to gain capacity, you know, take a look at wireless first. And and I'm glad to see this movement in the space in the commercial space, because maybe that will echo or have some ripple effects a little bit further down the line for some of the residential stuff. So that's interesting to me. I thought that was new. And now that's a little bit of what's going on. Uh, you know, trouble in open AI land. Golly, if you're not following that, just go look it up. Don't don't really want to dig into that. That's not my area of expertise. But when you get 505 out of 700 employees signing a petition telling the board to take a hike, uh, that's kind of impactful, you know. Um, so we'll see where that goes. I saw a really funny. I think it was TechCrunch that tweeted out a picture of the of the group from 
from Silicon Valley, and it said this is the new board of directors for OpenAI. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's about it, man. That's what's now. That's what's new. That's what's going on right now. Next up, let's see. We've got. Um, I'll be at the MG at the MJ BizCon conference next week. If y'all know Sean Bender from uh, from the days of the internet on Twitter, Bender and I will be out there, and I'm going to be looking at specifically what's happening in the retail space in the in the cannabis space for. Uh, connectivity, whether it's wireless, whether it's video cameras, whether it's surveillance or, you know, places where, where production is, is happening or being made. I mean, it's such an interesting market right now and it's just blowing up all over the United States. Um, so I want to be out there. I want to see what's going on with tech. I want to see how many people are focused on tech uh, because I think that that's such a huge space. Coming up in January, the National Retail Federation, the NRF show is happening right after CES. And I'm uh, there's a chance I might be going to that one. And so I would love to see how what's going on in the cannabis industry matches up with what's happening happening at NRF because, uh, you know, there's two similar markets. It is a retail location, but there's production and manufacturing and all that behind it. So that's what's coming up for me. Other than that, we've got Thanksgiving, nothing really popping in December, January. We've got CES. If you're going to be at CES 2024, drop me a line, slide into those DMs, come meet up. Let's hang out, walk around and nerd out and see where the world of consumer electronics is going. That's a trade show that I go to just for fun. I take days off of work and I fly out to Vegas and I go learn everything that I can about what's going on in the world of nerdery, technology and nerdery, because eventually that, that makes its way here into my house or into your place of business or whatever it is. So, I encourage you, if you've never been to CES, take a look at coming out there. See what it would take to get you out there. It's in Vegas, so you can't go wrong. Um, Black Friday sales. I don't really know much about what's going on, but I will give a shout out to Adrian Granados from Intuit Bits. Uh, don't miss our Black Friday sales. Save 25% on all of our apps and bundles. Use code BLACKFRIDAY25 at intuitbits.com and you can save 25% on all the apps and bundles. I just bought one of his apps again for a different laptop yesterday. <laughs> so uh, if you aren't familiar with Adrian and Intuitbits, please take a look at what he has and take advantage of that Black Friday offering. Um, I think that's about it. Uh, let's see. We got what's now, what's new, what's next. Those are the shows we're going to be at. Don't forget. Oh, uh, I'm very, I'm, I'm happy. I got the results. Uh, I saw what came back from WLPC in Phoenix. And it looks like my talk was voted in for WLPC Phoenix also. So I will definitely see you there, especially if I've got some time in the limelight. Y'all, if you know me, you know how important that is to me, <laughs> but make sure you make plans to make it out to WLPC in Phoenix. That's WLPC 24. And let me get you the dates just so I don't botch it because I go out there a little bit early. Um, Phoenix, Arizona, it's the 20th through the 22nd of February. But don't forget, if you're going to go to the boot camps, you want to be out there for the pre-conference boot camps. That's, those start on the 17th. So you're going to want to arrive on the 16th of February. And then you're going to hang out and you're going to stay till the end of the show, which is on the 22nd. It's on a Thursday. So make plans to make it out to WLPC. Uh, it's, I, it, you know, I, I talk about it, I feel like on every show. And I guess at this point, you know, we're in the season for it. So that's that. But but please just understand that it's not because they nobody from WLPC pays me to promote or do anything. I just think that if you're in this space, this is definitely something that you should be at. You should make every effort to go out there. You're going to learn a lot of stuff. You're going to meet everybody in the industry, and the goodie bags are going to be exceptional, I think. So, uh, so make it out for that. Let's see. 
That's it. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to go uh, do one last round of grocery shopping. I've got some some uh, some family coming in, so I hope you have a wonderful holiday this Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for this podcast. You know, it, it took a little bit for me to get out of my shell and do this, but we're a handful of episodes in, and it's been very warmly received, and I, I really appreciate that. And you can find it. Uh, you can listen to this as a podcast. You can watch it online. You can interact if you want to, but I'm grateful and thankful that I have the opportunity to do this and that there's people who pay attention to it. So, Anyway, that being said, have yourself a wonderful Thanksgiving. Spend some time with family. Enjoy it. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's okay. On Thursday, wake up and uh, think about something you're thankful for. And I will catch you all next week for the next episode of Waves with Wireless Nerd. Have a great week. We'll see ya. Thanks for listening to the Waves podcast by Wireless Nerd. Visit us online at wirelessnerd.net.